3: fantastic. Obviously not giving up a touchdown in a college football game is a big deal. And I thought our offense did some things well in the first half. I thought we were really clicking in the first quarter, slowed down a little bit in the second. Uh, Obviously, in the second half, the three turnovers were a little bit of a downer. But overall, I thought it was a really, really good game. Disappointed in the uh, special teams turnover, although there were some really good things done uh, in the special teams. And we're excited to get to the bye and, and see how healthy we can get and make this ACC run. It's a bye week. We have to go recruiting. The staff will split uh, between going to see some of our top prospects making sure everything's okay with them along with some other young men that we're looking on that we're right on the fence to decide on whether we're going to offer them an academic scholarship to Syracuse University or not. That's half the week will be that. The other half of the week will be in preparation for our next opponent and uh, making sure that these guys are getting healthy. If somebody's got an owie, then they're going to have some time off so that they can be 100% because we only get one more opportunity to do this, and we want them to be full go, full speed for, uh, obviously, our next ACC opponent. We'll get faster and we'll get faster and we'll get faster, and uh, this is year one with this our new group, and then we'll get to year two, and then we'll get to year three. And... Uh, then it won't look like there's paint drying out there because right now it looks slow to me. But uh, we'll get it right.
0: Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
1: What's up, Qs Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, as always please share it. the universal handle for the socials is at hughes militia go there join the militia we are the first syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you the fans a voice so welcome back again thanks for tuning in syracuse defeats holy cross 41 to 3 and joe loses his my bookie pick um and i would have bought
2: the half point down if I really were betting, but let's oh, hey, okay. talk.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't specify. You didn't specify. So, anyway, no. um, we'll get into we'll get into all of that, of course, as we normally do. But first, yeah. got to tell you, uh, as soon as I find all of this good stuff uh, to talk to you about. Oh, what is that? Look at that. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, look. My bookie right now, if you do not know... They are, still, uh, they are still doubling your first deposit. And um, I got a little promo code you can use to, uh, t- for them to double your first deposit. Now, if you don't know what online betting is all about of course you want to go check it out make sure it's right for you if you already know what you're getting into uh i would recommend going to my bookie you know i wouldn't tell um tell you guys about my bookie if we hadn't tried them out and joe and i have both tried them out i think they're the best in the business so do the smart thing if you're going to bet on football this season bet with my bookie and you know if you if you aren't the best better and your, um, your football pick is looking grim at halftime, you can always switch to the opponent at the half and uh, start over. So um, if you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try the parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, as I mentioned, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Just use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate that offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Thank you, MyBookie. So, uh, that's it. And, um, well, Joe.
2: Yeah, Sean, hi.
1: Hey, how's it going, buddy? You know. Uh, DeVito, 19 (laughs) for 31, 269 yards, four TDs, and an interception right before leaving the game. Uh, with an injury, and we're all left here to speculate, obviously, possibly for the next 11 days, uh, what's going on with that. Taj Harris, he goes over 100 yards, receiving for the first time in his career on six catches. Uh, The Orange offense struggled a little bit mid-second quarter to mid-third quarter against... Um, you know, a kind of inferior defense. They had a punt four times in a row. Uh, the run game had its struggles. Abdul Adams led the way on the ground with 42 yards. The orange only rushed for 143 yards as a team. And I think Na- yeah. Navy rushed for like 428 or 78. It was over 400 yards.
2: Oh, that's what Navy does too, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it, but also uh, Yale did too, 200 and almost 300 yards. So, yeah, um, uh, Let's see. The offense as a whole, you know, kind of it was hit or miss. I think there was some good some good spots some some things to definitely uh, build on. But th- this FCS defense of Holy Cross is ranked 111th in, F- in the FCS. So um, it lacked a little bit for me. But, you know, a win yeah. is a win and I'll take it. Uh, although maybe with a cost, but I don't know. Uh, the Q's defense though was strong. They only limit they limited the Holy Cross to only eighteen yards rushing. They had 138 total yards. And uh, Brendan Berry led Syracuse with five tackles and two and a half sacks. So his coming out party, really good to see. The defense was was pretty strong the whole game, you know, yeah. like you heard coach say, not letting a touchdown go through in college football is not that easy. And uh, that's the second time also that Syracuse held an opponent to 20 yards rushing in Liberty yeah. and uh, Holy Cross. So, uh, Yeah. What What do you think? First of all, Joe, I mean, how? Se- I mean, you can only speculate. How serious of an injury did it look like Tommy DeVito suffered? He looked like he was holding his elbow or pointing to his elbow at one point when he's grimacing. Right.
2: Uh, Those kind of things you just never know. You're never really going to know. And obviously – you know Babers I mean it's private schools they keep that stuff private and they always keep stuff pretty close to the hip so um, I think it's going to be really really difficult to really know until we actually see if he's actually practicing and uh, things like that but uh, from what I, all the stories I've heard I've heard that he's okay so I don't know Yeah, well, he's- maybe him just going to the locker room with some preliminary stuff who
1: knows yeah, I mean, it could have been, you know, it could have pulled something. Who knows? But you know, some speculated that it happened on the run before that, and then when he threw, you know, it showed, you know, because the ball was way underthrown, that was intercepted. Right. So,
2: um, or just could have been something that happened when he threw it too. So,
1: yeah, well, like I said, <clears> you know, some news elbow tweak
2: maybe or something. You know, yeah. you, you never know. And again, I just hate to speculate. So, I think for right now, I don't. I, I don't even really want to talk about it too much, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, there's like, what, 11 days, and it's just...
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's just, the thing about it. I mean, if he, if not for anything, we have the 11 days, which is right. is huge, especially right. for, for everything. It couldn't come at a better time, to be honest with you. Right.
2: And I mean, I can give it four, five, six, seven days. Seven days, we're still five days away. We can still, you know... So right now, I just kind of don't want to worry about it, and I'm sure there'll be stories that come out, and... But from everything I saw, it didn't look awful.
1: I know. It just looked but, like he, he yeah. just
2: underthrew the ball, and for some reason something was up. That's all.
1: Yeah. So um, what did you think about Abdul Adams getting flagged for high-fiving fans after a 19 19- <laughs> down run? How stupid was that? Uh, that's it's awful. That Why why are we doing that? I don't know. I don't I, under- I don't understand.
2: I don't know if there's an NCAA rule or I don't – I just –
1: There was a couple
2: couple times in that game where I just thought that things were called just because maybe they thought that we were like showboating or just because in their head already, they know that we're a more, you know, like a better team. So maybe it's already in the refs had to kind of look out for the other teams type stuff. I thought the same thing with the uh, first targeting as well. I just don't believe that that was targeting. I think It was a bad, it just looked worse than what it really was. And I just think it was a fair, clean hit. Um, So, there's a couple calls where it just looked like they kind of gave Holy Cross the benefit of the doubt just because they knew that they were an inferior team. So, yeah. Kind of comes with the territory sometimes. And that can be looked at as showboating or, you know, maybe, you know, because they knew they were running up the score type thing. Who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, the first targeting call, obviously, I think that was, we can all agree, that was kind of an iffy call in itself, and, you know, by the rule, though, by the way the rule is written, I guess it's, it's... Nah. <laughs> well, I mean, it is what it you is. could say that, but how it the is. rule is written, you don't have to like the rule, is my right. point. I just it's hope, a, I just
2: hope that, obviously, this DeVito thing is all just nothing, I thought we'd stop talking about that. Listening to Babers, um... I think sometimes you gotta f- listen to what he says, and kind of what I heard in some of his interviews and stuff was that they were they were trying some different things, and I thought it was obvious that they were trying some different things both on offense and on defense, and we knew that this was going to be a game where we were going to be able to see depth and see some guys that this might be one of the games where Babers uses you know one of the four games that you can use for a guy before he. You know, loses his red shirt. And um, we saw a lot of guys out there, a lot of younger guys at the end of the game. And he was definitely floating guys in and out. And everybody that was injured before, he kept them out just so to, to make sure that they're going to be healthy for NC State. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of, we could have blew him out. You know, I think we had, you look at the score already, we had some unfortunate turnovers by some younger players. And realistically, uh, how does it really help your team if you just go out there and just do what you know that you can do over and over again? I think that they were working on things um and uh hopefully they learned from it. you know forty one to three it could have been more, but you really can't be too upset about it. Well, we would have liked a little bit more rushing yards. We would have liked a little bit of this, but uh with some without you know some turnovers, if we get if we actually get some turnovers and then we don't have some turnovers ourselves. Um, then we definitely would have covered by far and it would have looked a little bit better. But overall, you can't be upset at
1: 41-3. No, you can't be upset at 41-3. What do you say about leaving DeVito in too long? See how I think obviously Coach wanted him in there for a reason still. And it wasn't really so much to run up the score. As, it was He needs as much experience as possible. Yeah. And, I mean,
2: I talked about it before. You see it all the time. I mean, I'm a huge college football fan, and I watch it year after year. And you see these young quarterbacks on these other teams, and every year they grow and grow, and the offense they understand more and more what they are. And um, this is a sophomore year, and this is his first year at the helm, and there's going to be growing pains. But you're seeing the experiences that he needs to go through to be great at some point, and um, that's why he needs to keep him in there. If it was something like a 41 to three, or you can't you can't take somebody out when it's that close, 24 to three, or something like that, and a couple. Big plays, and all of a sudden, you have to put the starters back in. Uh, they weren't performing the best that they possibly could, so he left him in there when up to that point. Obviously, so.
1: he was trying to to polish some things, if if anything. So, and to give Tommy, you know, he was probably going to be taken out in the fourth quarter, and it was a play too late, maybe. But you know, it's easy to sit here and and call that yeah. after he gets injured. It's a a no-brainer after that, right? So, anyway. um,
2: That's what everyone always says, after something bad happens.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to piggyback on something you said, but that came into my mind, and I forgot what else I was going to say to you. Oh, the run game. (laughs) The run game. I mean, there was that one sequence there in the, the, uh, uh, was it towards the end of the third quarter when we're at the seven-yard line, and I think we ran it on third down, and we went for it on fourth, and we lost a yard. It was like fourth and two. Yeah, remember that. I mean, you know, there's there's uh, something I read that was. That are, I read it and I heard him say it. There, there's there's no one on the Holy Cross defense that exceeds like 270 pounds or something like that. And I right. mean, when you look at something like that, you're like, well, I mean, what do you know? Come on, you know, you can't get yeah. two yards and a fourth down right there against no. against Holy Cross. You know what I'm saying? Like, push. Like, what's going on?
2: Yeah. So well, I'll tell you another thing too. I mean, just off of what Babers is saying. Um, in the beginning of this week uh, and how they were scrimmaging and they were kind of going hard at practice. Uh, I think that's another thing they could have attributed to it. Um, <clears throat> they were going harder this week at practice than they normally, normally would. And I think it was so that he could get them in a situation where they might not all be a hundred percent as far as, you know, ready to go to try to give them a challenge uh, against a team that he knew was an inferior opponent, um, knowing that we had a bye week and, uh, You know, he talked about how they were scrimmaging and and going hard on, on, um, I think it was Tuesday and uh, Wednesday. So, uh, again, I think he's challenging the kids and um, just to see so many different players out there making plays. I mean, Luke Benson, that was good.
1: It was awesome. You know, saw
2: Chris Almore over D-Tackle. We saw a bunch of younger defensive uh, players out there. So, you know, we Um, talked about it too. Was it Tuizama?
1: Tuizama is it
2: Matthew Bergeron? To me, looked pretty impressive. So, was um, also nice got
1: kicked out of the game. I think. Um, yeah, it was kind of. It was yeah. a little. That one, was, mm. that one. That one was easier to take after the replay in hey, the first. Young two. young player that was excited. <laughs> what about Taj Harris, uh, suplexing? Our, oh yeah. Our, um, Taj Harris. Troy Williams. Troy Williams yeah. suplexing homeboy there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> That it's rough too.
1: Dude, I'm okay with those type of I'm okay with that penalty. I'm okay with that penalty. I, I, uh, I used yeah, to but you know
2: what though? But you know what though? This comes back to my whole point of the first call before that.
1: Right. But you know, exactly. That's why I'm okay he, if, with
2: it. If, if if he hits that, if they do just it's a, a good hit, they don't call anything, let it let the play go. I, not doing that. I would hundred percent bet you that Show Williams never does that.
1: No. Nope. Not at all. That's why I was okay with it. I used to say this about Dungy, too when he used to pick up some of those penalties. The the mouthing off or the what extracurricular things he used to do after a play. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with I'm okay with getting one of those once in a while. I'm okay with the retaliatory penalty. I am
2: Yeah, but sometimes it's like holy cross though. Come on. You don't need to do that against them.
1: I understand, dude. But I mean you it's semantics, bro. It's semantics, the bro. The, They're playing the football. Heat.
2: I know. I mean, yeah. in the heat of the moment, you're trying to make a point. I get it, but um, do that in, down in Florida State. You yeah, know, do it down there, too. To.
1: How about do it when it needs to be done? How about that? Yeah, okay, okay.
2: Hey, uh, as long as he plays equal across the board, you know, equal opportunity.
1: Right. Another positive, though, that we could take away from the game, I think, was besides uh, Nikeem Johnson muffing a punt, special team was, was really good. And yeah. I thought they did a great job. We saw uh Hoffrichter Hoffrichter. come in and hit a 52-yard field goal. And um, with uh, coach, room to spare, yeah. Coach said that you know he's got the he's. They, they said it was probably could have hit about sixty-two. So, um, coach said he's got the leg. So, um, you know, that's I was impressed by that. I didn't even yeah. I, I I wasn't sure why that happened to begin with, but then he explained it later. So, um, yeah. but special teams was really good. that's where our turnover came, and that extends the lead to one turnover. In the last at least one turnover in the last 19 games, and that's still third in FBS. The interception streak, however, came to an end at 17. They had the longest streak running uh, with an yeah. interception, so came to end at 17. But you know, hey, still really good. Get to get the to get the the other turnover anyway. So I'm fine with it. Right. Um, what else, Joe? Yeah. What do you got?
2: No, I was just going to say Holy Cross. They played really a very careful game. Uh, They ran the clock down a lot. I mean, they killed time of possession. Um, And they did it for a purpose. So that was another reason that, you know, goes um, towards possibly not having the turnover. You know, they didn't take a lot of chances. So, therefore, we didn't really have a lot of opportunities to get some interceptions and as many turnovers as we normally do. And that was also another reason why, uh, you know, we didn't get as many Opportunities to, send. I mean, we had a lot of opportunities to score, but when you saw the time of possession, they were really slowing it down. If it was a team that played a little bit more up tempo, then we would have had more, more possessions, which probably would have turned into more points. So, again, a little bit of the game flow and the way that we were trying different things and trying to, I think, really work on their main things that they really need to be successful um, instead of kind of using their strengths that they knew they had against them to just run up the score. You know what I mean? Just to yeah. try to challenge themselves. I think that's the type of coach just that Dino uh, Babers is, is, you know, to try to make a learning experience out of something, not just go out there and just take advantage of the weaknesses, you know, you know that you can and just blow a team out and turn, you know, learn something from it, you know, make it difficult for your kids and hopefully it'll uh, end up being a positive in the long run.
1: Yeah, I mean, you might as well make the most out of it. I think that's making the most out of it rather than, you know, a bunch of self-pleasuring and, you know, going out there and just destroying a team. At least you do it strategically, I guess. Right.
2: Um, and a lot of people and fans, they don't look at it like that. You know, they just want to see
1: well, the you biggest heard a lot link, of that. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard a lot of that on, on social media or whatever today and uh, maybe a little bit yesterday, but... Um, and there's people who are disappointed think we should have won 80 to nothing and you know no. um so anyway uh, see a
2: win and a, is a, a win's a win and a loss is a loss you know i mean i don't think really i mean the point differential a lot of times doesn't matter but really what matters is what you what you learn out of it you know uh that's really what you take out of it when and, and build into the next game you know you really can't take anything for granted i you think you're too good and i think that in a situation like this, again, where you know that you could do certain things, but it's not going to help your team, right? Challenge your team. Do something. Do something a little bit different that makes it a little bit more difficult for them. But it makes you better in the long run. It doesn't make you better if you go out there and just do what you know you can do and take advantage of a weakness that you know you can. Yeah, you know, you, you, you got to look time, at it
1: is, Like we said, you take the time to work on the things. Uh, that you need to work on. And that's probably exactly why Tommy DeVito was still in there when he got injured. So anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, that is that. That's not it. It's time to hear from you.
0: It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house, the best damn college sports fans in the nation.
1: Look, you've already heard from us. So now it's time to hear from you. Hey, look, You want to get on fan feedback? Go to uh, at Q on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, you can always leave a comment. I propose a question at the end of every game and give you your thoughts, and you can do that. We the plan was to uh, try to take calls, but it was dead, man. It was dead after the game. It was dead on social media, and we were waiting to see if it would pick.
2: Just Holy Cross, right?
1: I mean, I think that was part of it. I think that was part of it, and I also think that. Um, maybe people had stuff going on. Obviously, I even had I had stuff going yeah, on. I heard
2: it was a nice yeah. day up there, so
1: yeah. So I mean, well our calls don't just come from Syracuse, but yeah. That's true. I get it. Um I get it though. So anyways, you know, we'll wait for a bigger game. Like at NC State, that's gonna be a fun game to take calls on because it's gonna be um it's gonna be in the uh at prime time. So you know, it could be fun. Especially if they win. So there's that.
2: Yeah. But except be- for it's not gonna end until like eleven thirty.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we did it after Clemson. Remember, you got frisky. Yeah,
2: that was a Saturday night. That's a Thursday night. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Scratch that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> not, I did not yeah. think about that at all. <laughs> Scratch that. Uh, plus, you're going there, so you're driving. You know all about it. you yeah, All right. Mm-hmm. So, here's the deal. Before we get into that, we got to hear from the good folks over at Blue Chew. Now, guys, listen up. If you want to increase your performance, have extra confidence in bed, listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Cialis. And Viagra, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pills. so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. Just take the its a 30-second tutorial on the website. You'll meet with an online physician, and they'll decide if this is right for you. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy right now. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code armchair. Just paid the $5 shipping for six pills. Again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Use the promo code armchair to try it for free. BlueChew is cheaper, better, and a faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, as always, they promise no guaranteed results. And it does not say anywhere that it cures a disease. So thank you, BlueChew. So, all right, Robert on Facebook, <laughs> Devito needs to be more aware of pressure and seriously learn when to throw it away. I like what I'm seeing out of the defense. I believe they are getting better every week. Um, I mean, I thought Devito did okay. Was he, I mean, he wasn't terrible. The defense. You're, is, gonna, you're
2: gonna take hits.
1: Yeah, you're gonna take hits, but um, the defense, I think, is is obviously it is what it is. I think they're strong. And they're only gonna get better. So. Uh, Josh says the fact that they can't get any run game going against Holy Cross is concerning. Uh, DeVito going out hurt is concerning. Other than that, a win is a win. <laughs> yeah. Well, other, oh, than, yeah. other, than, other that, than that, huh? other than that, a win is a win. Yeah, I guess, you know, but, uh, those are big. Those are big. Not getting the run game. Other, other than man. the
2: two elephants in the room, there's a lot of space in here. That's <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that's definitely concerning without a doubt. Uh, We're going to see, man. Me are going to see. I mean,
1: preseason, Moneal's talking about 1,000 yards, 1,000 yards. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get there at this rate. At this rate, he won't get there. It's plain and simple. It's not going to happen. Uh, Let's see. Peter says, can't even put 50 points on Holy Cross. Can't believe in a game like this. He uh, He didn't bring out the backup quarterback. And let's see what he can do. DeVito is terrible. And this team will not be a top 25 team with him at quarterback. We played Holy Cross. Holy Cross who? He says. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was talking about.
2: So, no, you can't have the expectations to be in a top 25 team right now.
1: Well, no. So, and I don't even know of another one on the, on the And schools. I don't understand
2: That's the whole DeVito sucks thing. He threw for four touchdowns.
1: Threw for four touchdowns, almost 300 yards. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Could have been a whole lot worse, you know? So, 269 yards. And he dropped a couple nice ones. So, you know, it's the growing pains. And I think um, people react to what they see. It's knee-jerk, and I get it. But there's got to be some kind of... Check valve, like you know, like a, like a, some kind of filter, and just like think before you type. I don't right. know, see how ridiculous you sound. Here's one, like Doug. Doug, I love you, Doug, but DeVito has to go. He says, if you can't own Holy Cross, next up, please. I mean, we saw Clayton Welch. He didn't do a whole lot, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <sighs> well, you got nothing for that.
2: I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it.
1: Well, this is where th- this is where social media was at yesterday. So, of course, but oh, God. At Q's Waterboy, can we get thoughts and prayers for that one Holy Cross QB that suffered the Mortal Combat finish? Him, I was on the sideline for that hit toward the end of the game and li- literally felt it to the point I pissed my kilt. Hashtag <laughs> fatality. So. Uh, Syracuse Waterboy yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he got a
2: nice little uh, ca- call out too.
1: Yeah, he did on the ACC Network. The ACC yeah. Network. That's so. right. Yeah. Uh, at Good thing he didn't piss his by, by the way, yeah, you know, I used to sit here and watch these games, and anything that popped up like that, I would grab my phone and screen record it. Like you used to be able to do that. But the ESPN app does not let you screen record their off of their app anymore. It shuts the app down. Oh,
2: those sneaky little...
1: Yeah, yeah. You notice a lot of clips from the game you were seeing on Twitter and stuff where, where uh, someone recording their TV, record, rewinding and recording the TV. That's why ESPN stopped, uh, stopped you from screen recording uh, their app. So, they suck. Wow. At Oil Cues, I'm going to be super pissed if Tommy got seriously hurt while up 38, Online run blocking was disappointing. I told y'all Luke Benson was going to be awesome. Uh, he looks faster than Nakeem Johnson. Defense, defense was great as expected. Three and two is where I thought we would be through five games. And look, that's the thing. That's another thing. Like three and two is pretty good for right now. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with right. that. I mean, you know, doesn't get much easier than what we've already kind of been through. So. We'll, yeah. s- we'll
2: see. I mean... You don't always play your best games.
1: <clears throat> yeah, you know? absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I think after five games and, you know, like he talked about scrimmaging during the week to get some of the uh, other guys, maybe that weren't in the too deep, that want to go out there and try to prove themselves, prove that get some more playing time. He also allowed, you know, more people uh, to get some playing time in the Holy Cross game as well. So I think right now we're at a head in the road where, you know, he said they got to go out and do some recruiting, but we got 11 days and... Um, I think they coaches got to get together, and by this time, I think they know what they got and uh, what they're going to be looking at. And pretty much everyone else should be healthy come NC State. So uh, by that time, I think that they are kind of going to go full full steam ahead with what they know, and um, it's going to be, I think, a different looking team. And I think we're going to be ready to go and. Hopefully, just get this W, man. NC State's been having trouble, so their offense hasn't looked good. We got a good defense, and
1: yeah, neither one of those offenses <clears throat> looked good last night. Uh, NC State in Florida State—it's um, actually a pretty good game, this defensive game. How many yeah, interceptions be- did Florida State drop? Holy cow!
2: Uh, a- I don't know. Florida State ended up winning it pretty handily, though. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: yeah, like I said, I'm still always going to go back to the fact that the ACC does not look that strong right now. Every every game to this point, if we go in with a good game plan and we coach well and we just don't overlook our opponents um, and don't get some key injuries, we have we're going to have a chance to win. So that's where I'm at right now. And just like what the last guy said, uh, a lot of people expected us to be right here, right? What what it was right now, three and two.
1: Yeah. And there's a good
2: possibility we could have been here, and we're here, but there still doesn't mean we can't, can't have a great season.
1: Yeah, and I think I think eight and four is a good, it's a realistic thing to shoot for. I'm really happy with eight and four. We'll just see what happens, take it game by game, and it is what it is. At the Big E underscore two twenty eight. Uh, schedule filler. I hate that big schools schedule these cupcakes just to get a W in pad stats. Holy Cross has to take this game. Can't say no to two hundred fifty thousand dollars or whatever they made to get totally killed. Um, yeah, I mean it's always going to happen. It's always going to be. That's no, part of the business, man. Yeah, that's how these schools make money, and it's yep. how, and it's exactly what you said. It's how these other some of these other schools get the easy win and get to scrimmage a team. But it comes with a price, like maybe $250,000. I don't know how much, but it is up there, though, Joe. These schools get paid very well for marching oh, yeah. their asses into the dome and getting stomped. So, you know, a lot of times there's there's um, maybe we have to go there and play or, you know, something like that. Especially with, like, basketball and stuff. You do, uh you know, you, you play them. Two years in a row and you each get a home game. So right. yeah, it's part of the business. It's always gonna be that way. I do understand though, it's hard to puff your chest out after a game like that, but it is what it is and you know, you just enjoy it and hopefully, especially with a young team like this, they they learn something and and um Yeah, well
2: everybody does it.
1: Yeah, well I obviously, yeah. Alabama does it. I mean Clemson does it. I mean everybody does
2: And the it. whole thing is is that there's non conference rules now where you have to play at least one uh, Power 5 school in your non-conference. And on top of that, um, it only allows one uh, Division I AA win to count. So even if you were a school, I don't think anybody does it anymore, but it used to happen where schools would schedule two Division I AA uh, schools on their schedule, and only one of them would count. So – They've they've created rules so that people don't don't abuse that, and usually every Power Five school schedules one. Yeah, we have every year for the longest time. Forever. Ever.
1: Yeah, because yeah. it's a thing.
2: So I don't know why we're acting <laughs> surprised now.
1: <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, that's it. That's all I got, Joe. Do you got anything? Look, we're gonna we're not gonna take next week off. We will be. Obviously, well, we'll be back. We'll figure. It out.
2: I want to try to do something with basketball. Yeah, we want to try to put basketball bit, bit, in bit.
1: between, in between here somewhere. So yeah. we'll do the pregame will be the Wednesday before, the, um, the game. Like, maybe, oh, maybe some oh, quests. We'll, we'll have to do the pregame. We'll have to be. It'd be good to do the pregame like on. A, a Monday, Sunday, or Monday, because the game's Thursday. We normally do yeah, we can do that. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So, and we'll figure out. We'll try to do like. We'll a try to get quick, some
2: questions, uh, some polls, some stuff like that, so you get some kind fan of feedback. You know.
1: Yeah, we'll try to do something for for basketball in between, just to just to keep at it so um be on the lookout for that hey look thanks for everything thanks for listening thanks to blue chew thanks to my bookie thanks to armchair media thanks to james on guitar thanks to all of you um obviously if you like the show please share it that's how that's how we get around man it's it's you guys you know i don't i don't sit and promote this thing endlessly on on social because you know Gets annoying
2: frankly we don't have the
1: time uh, yeah i mean I, yeah <laughs> I, I don't have the time to play around on social media all the time and post the show over and over again i'd rather just give you guys you know yep. you know the the real content I like throwing the clips out once in a while but um even those take time to do so anyway i digress that's it so we'll get back here as soon as we can with uh yes. maybe some basketball news so we'll see you then until then though uh for joe i'm sean we're out Thanks
0: Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast The Fan's Voice with Sean and Joe It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
2: The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
3: Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
4: Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in.
0: Oh, burger
4: time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for
0: you. I could stay here forever.
4: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are.